0: Yo, welcome back for season two of the Return to Play podcast. I'm the host, Steven Navara. OTR, two job working, fucking podcast recording. Uh, that's it, homeowner. Those are my three qualities now three titles in life uh danny the co-host we're the only two here to start the new season everyone else had shit to do apparently
1: so uh how you doing i'm i'm doing good i don't have all all those qualifications i'm a uh pt but a a, A a a living space renter i don't don't own a home we'll we'll see how that plays out excited for some football though that's what it's all
0: about, football. It's football time again, people. That's all I can think about, all I can focus on. I can't focus on getting better at my job or being a better husband or a better homeowner. That's all out the window for the next four months is <laughs> NFL football or bust. So I guess I don't have any other life, life updates except for that. Um, I think I think that's about it. Let's just get into the football. That's what we're here for. So, let's dive straight into the NFL news. Obviously, the biggest story of the offseason. Deshaun Watson. Fucking Creepo. Uh, predator. Um, uh, 60 massage therapist having butt face. I don't want to hear one more Big Ben joke from the people of Cleveland. Uh, that's That's what I have to say about it. He deserves to be put in jail let alone be playing nfl football and being a quarter billionaire although honestly people are like oh well he didn't get fined anything by the league it's like well i'm sure those settlements weren't cheap and the lawyers weren't cheap so i bet and the tax in ohio is like seven percent at least so you know he probably he probably isn't making a quarter billion but um whatever 200 billion or 100 and 47 billion <laughs> you mean million you're saying billions of the b same
1: difference with in this case uh yeah i got uh i got Deshaun in in two keeper leagues currently so that's uh it's not it's not looking well for me in in that aspect oh he'll play next year but, keep keep him on yeah, the well We'll see how that goes. You're just down a Um, bench spot. I think. Are we? Are we getting? Are we doing this this first before the injury stuff? We yeah. We 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 gonna take a tangent here. Okay, so Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, we'll see how all this transpires. But from what I understand, Deshaun Watson just has the worst legal representation possibly ever. Uh, Seems like at this point, the NFL has pretty much like complete power like almost like a dict- dictatorship so I, I, Deshaun is for, for whatever reason it's they his camp thought that they were going to get out of this with no punishment like a zero game suspension he could have took a he could have took the 12 game settlement with the NFL before this whole uh independent third party arbiter or whatever stuff went down I feel like he definitely should have just settled for that and got it done and over with. But now the uh, now the NFL balls back in the NFL's court. Uh, the uh, judge Judge Robinson basically determined, you know, he he committed sexual assault and and you know conduct detrimental to the league or whatever the three things she determined. Um, so basically, that that six games she came up with, from from what I understand of the of the legal stuff dealing with the CBA, is like basically her her number is actually like useless, like is regardless. Uh, like all all the NFL needed from her was like a yes or a no. Like if she determined he did not violate the the personal conduct policy, there was nothing they could do. But since she did determine that he obviously did, then. The NFL pretty much Goodell or whoever he appointed. He appointed this uh, sexual assault judge or, or attorney or whatever the heck it was. But basically they now have like total power over the situation from what I understand. And they're back to pursuing uh, that, that indefinite suspension, um, comma, at least a year which I wouldn't be surprised if it's just a year, but I feel like that's conditional based on like behavior and how he represents himself over that, that time. And if he does or does not, you know, kind of take responsibility, show some remorse for it. Which he has not done yet in any aspect, which is also very interesting to me. Um, you live in the area here in Cleveland. Are you going to apply to be his physical therapist? I, I, uh, I mean, if I... Depends on what the number of those settlements are, but if if uh, if you're giving me a, a g- giant uh, cash settlement, I might I might. You'll have be to the sixty seventh physical yeah. therapist. I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind giving him a dirty old massage for a for a two hundred thirty million guaranteed contract. But this well, this this. Uh, so uh, let me find the tweet. It was a uh, so. Well, you find the tweet. I, I also have a nugget. Oh, he found the tweet I, already. I got, Go well, ahead. It's just a uh, so. Some guy from Twitter quoted uh, uh, Mike Greenberg from ESPN said uh, the quote: "It's very unlikely Deshaun Watson plays this year." Um, oh well, Greeny saying so that. If, if Greeny's saying it, you know it's you know it's quality info right there. So we'll see. It, maybe Deshaun. I. That, I mean that he should have took that twelve game suspension because what if the NC, what if the NFL comes out now and says it's two years. Then he's 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 done. You know what I mean? And it's it's uh, it's bad for him. It's even worse for the Browns. Might might they might have to move to Baltimore again by the time this is all said and done. We'll we'll see. But there's gonna be a lot of pissed Clevelanders. That's for sure. Well, and by the way, we're both sitting here in
0: uh, Danny's spot in Cleveland. I'm up here for the weekend, and what I heard from the good people at downtown Cleveland, aka my friend Ryan. Said uh, oh, Wolfgang. He said that Deshaun Watson is going to sue the NFL, which is was headlining news the other week. He's going to sue the NFL if they give him a year suspension and get a restraining order put on the, uh, suspended games, which would then push this all back to basically next season by the time. Uh, basically, they're going to kick this court case down the road, to Sean's side of it, and then he'll get to play, and then he's probably thinking they'll forget about it if he just balls out, uh, but he's an idiot, clearly, in all regards of life, so I think that, I agree with Danny, is a terrible, stupid plan, but if he really does want to play this year, I guess he could sue the NFL back and push this all back until next season uh, if he really wants to, but either way, the Browns are fucked, Nick Chubb may be the only person I'm ever going to touch this this year in fantasy, uh, for best ball that is, for my seasonal leagues, I don't think I'm touching anybody on the Browns, uh, because that whole situation is just a nightmare, there's a huge distraction for everybody on that team, and Jacoby Brissett's not going to take them to any sort of uh dominant weeks in fantasy, in my eyes. R-
1: relating back to that uh, lawsuit suing the NFL for a restraining order thing, where that's coming from, I don't know if that's even a possibility. I've heard kind of like both sides of it, but that, that comes from the Zeke Elliott situation where he he did that and got the restraining order and it went back and forth in federal courts and he was able to play at the beginning of the season, but the prop, where that The issue with with that coming in is um even still like it's there's there's like no chance of actually altering anything like in the in the terminology the the wording of the of the cba nfl basically has like all the power in that situation what happened with zeke was obviously nothing was getting resolved he was still gonna get hit with that six games regardless so eventually he just gave up quit, and then took the six games in the middle of the season so that he would be back in time for the playoffs. Because otherwise that suspension would have, those six games would have fallen over the playoffs. So obviously Deshaun doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to play this season, do well, and then have to miss the playoffs because he's serving his suspension. And if, excuse me, I got a burp. If that suspension leaks into next year. So the way the Browns structured his contract is he's only... He's only making a base salary of one million this year, so that's where his missed games will come out of that one million total. But if it leaks into next year, where his base contract is forty-six million, then then the money's coming out of that forty-six million dollar range. So it, you know, if he knows it's a losing battle, he's not going to want it to leak into ne- into next year where he's losing forty million dollars as opposed to one million dollars. So. Obviously, time will tell. This is going to be a very long process. It's going to be a, a, a big story all year. Um, Obviously, his lawyers want him to keep suing people so they can keep siphoning his uh, guaranteed money yeah. toward, into their pockets. Yeah. Uh, Browns, are, Browns are screwed. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. Uh, the uh, Deshaun Watson has, has taken up the entirety of all the headlines that nobody even remembers Alvin Kamara is going to get suspended um nobody has talked about this the 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 most yeah. the, the latest that i've seen which is not even has been touched on for a while but kamara likely facing a six game suspension don't don't forget earlier this season he uh, this off season he he broke a dude's face and uh facing some sort of assault charge i believe so tread, tread lightly when drafting uh keep in mind alvin kamara is probably not gonna going to play a full season this year which has completely evaded all headlines so just just be wary of that if you're drafting well he got that next court date isn't
0: until october and so what i heard is his lawyers are just going to he's probably got better he seems It sounds like he's got better lawyers than deshaun because they can actually kick kick his case down the road for almost a whole the whole NFL season and so he wouldn't have to deal with this until next February or March um and that's what I heard basically was like his lawyers are just trying to get this case pushed back to 2023 so it's not an issue for his his uh career this season so that's all the legal news out of the way uh let's well god, do we even want to start talking about the Steelers? That
1: might turn into a half hour. But we but, do, Well we do have Hollywood Brown arrested for criminal speeding. Did did not learn from Henry Ruggs. Luckily he didn't kill someone. He'll he'll be on the field this season, but uh that's 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 another legal issue we got going on in the good, NFL. Well good for him for not being drunk at least
0: when he got pulled over. He was just speeding sober making that decision. Danny has a good theory that he was just late for, for camp, for practice, and he decided to do a buck fifty down the road to, to make up for some time in the Hove lane. Yeah. So I guess, real quick, we'll just say Steelers, Deontay Johnson just signed a two year deal, saving the Steelers money than, rather than having to franchise tag him uh, for one or two more years in a row. And then Minka came back from. His thumb injury for falling off a, a mountain bike, uh, which I said is direct karma for getting rid of Juju. But now I'm not even that mad about Juju because Pickens is like turning into like the steel of the draft. But did
1: we get rid of Juju before the draft? Um, it, yes. Yeah, yes, so we got lucky that. he failed. George Pickens oh, yeah. fell. Pickens is gonna be a steal.
0: Yeah, that was a steal, and the fact that we picked him one pick before the Ravens, and the Ravens were gunning for him, uh, gets me chubbed. For sure.
1: So, so yeah, that that I know he'll be great. Um, I do want to want to touch on. So this this whole off with with Deontay, I thought the way that the receiver market blew up. Uh, you know all these receivers that we're signing, getting upwards of twenty five million a year. Even when you look at uh, uh, Deontay compared to Terry McLaurin, not that not that Terry McLaurin is a is a bad receiver by any means. He's a good receiver. I think he's uh, a little bit of uh, over overrated, overhyped a little bit. He get he kind of gets put into that elite tier. But when you look at his his stats they're almost identical for the the three years that he and Deontay have been in the league. Their stats are almost identical. So, um, you know, Deontay versus Terry, you're getting the same production. Terry signing that huge contract worth, it was about 24 million a year. So I, uh, to be honest, I, I wasn't even convinced that Deontay was coming back. I, I thought we might've shipped him off, um, even before the season started. So, um, or at least, you know, if they if they let him walk after this year, they would have got a third round compensatory pick in the next draft. So I, I wasn't expecting Deontay to be back. I thought he was gonna kinda hold out for those big bucks, but took a very team friendly contract. Um just two years, eighteen million extension, eighteen million a year, which obviously helps the Steelers. Um, Steelers aren't aren't a team that's gonna shell out huge contracts like that, especially for a receiver. Um, all the all the receivers that they've drafted, they draft very well at that position, and generally let them, let them walk without a second contract. But you know, you, Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, uh, San Antonio Holmes, kind of good good receivers that the Steelers have drafted over time that that they didn't bring back. But Deontay taking a team friendly deal in the two years, uh, uh you know, kind of in the middle of his prime, he'll get a chance to sign another big extension. So. Kind of think it was a smart deal on both parties. Minka also earlier this year signed a, a pretty team-friendly deal, not as much money as he could have got. So I'm I couldn't be more happy with that. Excited for the Steelers and excited for the uh, I guess the culture of the team kind of looking really good again. Yeah. But now we got we we got some. We got some nobody int-
0: at running back though. Oh uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When not when Najee inevitably inevitably gets hurt this year, we have uh nobody to to take that spot. But uh, speaking of Najee probably getting hurt this year, we'll, we'll get into the NFL injury news here. We're going to run through
0: it, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and there's not too much tight end news, actually, so let's jump in straight to quarterback with Joe Burrow, and this time last year, I think our, yeah, our very first episode, I took a big steamy shit all over Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, and they had... Maybe the best fantasy duo year uh, in a long time between him and... um, Jamar Chase. Jamar. I was singing Chase. Chase something. Chase was his first name. It's not. Uh, I had some beers downtown. So my memory is a little flaky right now. But... Yeah, he proved me dead ass wrong. Uh, He won people finals in best ball and then, you know, went on to lose the Super Bowl by three points. And but this year, no, this year he's going to be good Uh, still. I think they improved their offensive line. I think he's going to have a little bit more time to throw T Higgins. We just get. We'll just skip down to T. Higgins. We'll stick with the Bengals. T. Higgins returned to camp this week after his labrum repair. A labrum repair uh, would involve maybe a little bit of lack of range of motion, a little bit of tightness that he's going to have to deal with from now on in life but shouldn't be too much of an issue and I really think T Higgins is going to shine this year because everybody's going to bracket coverage Jamar Chase and T Higgins is now going to have that juju type year where everyone paid attention to Antonio Brown juju got all the all the targets uh in the short passing game I think T Higgins is going to have a ton of volume in PPR leagues I love T Higgins going at like the I don't know fifth, sixth round in best ball right now. I I love him for um, redraft leagues too, um, all that. So I think T Higgins is a is a steal in the mid rounds. So let's jump back to quarterback. Brand new news about Matt Stafford. Sean McVay said today that his elbow pain is abnormal for a quarterback. I don't know what that means. These coaches talk in uh these weird dialect, but. Yeah, he's got throw. Uh, he's got elbow pain in his throwing arm. That's not good. I know he was pay- playing through pain last season. Uh, obviously, managed to do pretty well with that, winning a Super Bowl and being productive all year. I think the Rams are planning on running the ball a lot this year and playing defense. Uh, what do you think about Matty Stafford?
1: Uh, let me touch on Joe Burrow real quick. I uh, yeah we. Not that not that we thought Joe Burrow was gonna be a bust or anything. We just with his knee injury last year, we we kind of yeah. were wary of it, which was one of our our freezing cold takes. Had a lot of good takes on the show. That was that was not a yeah. good one though. Um, I do I do get nervous about the hype. Obviously, I think Cincy for the next couple of years are gonna dominate the division as much as I hate to say it. Steve touched on they improved the line, which was their big issue, and obviously Burrow's loaded with weapons. Um surprisingly he's actually pretty pretty low ranked. Like I figured he'd be jumping off the boards way too early. Uh, I've been seeing him as like QB six seven in uh in in a lot of drafts, um, which I think is, is actually great value. The appendectomy does have me a little nervous. I think back to like Roethlisberger getting it done and well, he also had a motorcycle accident that off season, which which is a double whammy, but <laughs> Uh, obviously came out slow w- wasn't wasn't quite the same caliber player that you had seen prior so might be a little bit of a slow start for Burrow uh, but I'm but I'm not worried about him over the trajectory of the season uh, Stafford Stafford does have me worried uh, especially with kind of how vague they're being about this elbow pain that also reminds me of of a Roethlisberger injury the his elbow year how it was real vague uh, you know, just elbow issue, and then all of a sudden, boom, elbow reconstruction and and out for the season. So we'll, we'll, it definitely is something to monitor if it's not improving over, over camp. Well, because it's preseason. probably
0: uh, inflammation on his, like, UCL side. That medial side, if he's arming it too a lot, or has poor throwing mechanics, uh, which I don't think he has poor throwing mechanics. He's been in the league for, like, 18 years. I think it's a wear and tear thing. Either way, he's got inflammation definitely in that elbow and that's not going to go away playing every Sunday
1: and having to practice and get your get your reps down. Yeah, you, even if your mechanics are great, you just you not everybody is Tom Brady where you're just a unicorn and can do whatever you want for all of time like that that constant repetitive motion, the wear and tear is on is, that ligament, it, it's yeah. going to is not going to get better especially as the season progresses so definitely something to monitor
0: let's let's put uh matt stafford on a high risk alert for a season ending injury this year unfortunately uh we, we'll think of how we can maybe put some guys in different categories or something i put him in a a red alert he's he's high risk red flag uh to injure that elbow long term or just be out two weeks then he comes back for four weeks now he's out another three i could see him having that kind of season and then the rams kind of crumbling uh which would be very tough um all right let's move on to running back uh as we touched on jeremy jeremy mcnichols picked up by the steelers hurt in his like second or third day of training camp with a shoulder injury and placed on the IR, which means he's gonna be out for I'm guessing up until the regular season. Then they'd have to either put him on the pup list or something, which means he could be out for you know the first third of the season, maybe. Which would be terrible for Najee Harris in the long term if if we can't find another serviceable backup because Benny Snell. Fucking finds the best way to run into four of the defensive linemen every time instead of going the opposite direction. And then um McFarlane, he's good. He's not great. He's not a dude. He's not a dude that can like, you know, I think carry the load uh for Najee. But I don't know. Not looking good for Steelers running back situation. Also, so Najee also in our my red flag, red alert, tier list.
1: Um, a lot of a lot of touches last year for Najee, three seventy five. Um, usually, ish. usually that does not bode well in the following season when you look at at history. So they Pittsburgh's got to do a they they have to have a change of pace back in there. Obviously, McNichols is going to be out for the season. Um, no, not necessarily, uh, but. I, I don't think that's a designated to return type of situation. I'm pretty sure that's a, that's like an automatic out for season already. I don't I don't think he can come back from that. This is basically just you jacked your shoulder up, but at least you'll draw a salary this year type of thing. Um, they do have I'm I'm excited to see Mateo Durant undrafted rookie out of Duke. I thought he was a kid with a lot of potential. Um, I kind of have high hopes for him. Uh, Benny Snell obviously is he's he's been Benny Snell um, worried a, more about what mouthpiece he's got uh, in a player I've liked to criticize over the years. It's not even necessary. I don't dislike Benny Snell. Right. It just seems like he's a, he's a great player to put in on third and one and run him up the middle. But Pittsburgh likes to run him on a sweep for a four yard loss for no reason. Um, so it's it's not necessarily Benny Snell that I hate. It's it's Pittsburgh that I hate. Uh, But that's enough of of shitty Steelers running (laughs) back.
0: Let's get to another shitty team's running back to Washington football Redskins. And uh, Antonio Gibson, another red flag, red tear, stay away from guy because he got back to camp not even three days, pulled his hamstring again, exact same shit he did last season. And I'm pretty sure the season before that, uh, he's just a dude that deals with soft tissue injuries uh, week in and week out, year after year, that's not going to change. It's definitely not going to change after it happened. The second you put pads on again, and, and you pulled it already, uh, the dude, the dude just doesn't have the tissues to uh, hold up, uh, you know, for what he wants to do with them. So, I don't think there's an answer for it. It sucks because he seems like a good dude, too, and a good player. And I know he was like, had has explosion potential. But uh, especially in that offense where they're going to be playing from behind anyway, most likely, it's going to be tough for him to get the fantasy volume you'd want out of a guy that's going third, fourth round is like, you know, a top 10 projected RB or right around that 10, 10 to 15 RB mark. Stay away from Antonio Gibson. Probably just stay away from the Washington football team in general. They are they're as much of a
1: dumpster fire as the Browns are. I'm I'm not quite that extreme here. I get I give him more of like a yellow caution flag, a yellow uh, card. He um, he's actually he's he is constantly on the injury report. It seems like, but he's actually last year he only missed one game. Um, in two games the year prior, and so the in the production still there. He's he's off of coming off of a thousand yard season, so I would say I'm not as worried about. I mean, obviously you're taking a risk by drafting him. You know, already dealing with a hamstring injury, but I would I, I wouldn't steer clear of it until that production kind of dips. I don't think. Wa- I th- I think Washington has a little bit of potential this year. Um, if they can protect Carson Wentz. That's that's the biggest thing. They do have some weapons. Dotson, Jahan Dotson, we'll see if uh I forgot we'll, about him. We'll see. It, it I don't know how I feel about him, um, to be honest. Like when K J Hamler came out, I wasn't too crazy about KJ Hamler. I kinda thought he might, you know, be a Tavon Austin and kinda not not do a whole lot. Um, you know, just a big play potential, obviously that next level speed. But and then his injury kinda derailed that before before we really got to see what it, what it would come out to but Jahan Dotson, i'm not so sure he definitely has that explosion he, I, he I, I definitely am more confident in him than kj hamler coming out of penn state um so we'll see he, he he's he's got the hands he's got the big play ability and he's, and he's got the next level speed um so so we'll see i i, I isn't he, he doesn't seem like a like an automatic like you know Next level, Jamar Chase or Larry Fitzgerald or Calvin Johnson, you know, the, the big-time first-round receivers that you think of. Um, but, I, but I hope Jahan Dawson, you know, pulls off a successful NFL career. I do
0: as well. Uh, K.J. Hamler, good news for him, is Tim Patrick, ACL, out for the year. That K.J. Hamler was probably about to be a dude to go to the wayside because it looked like it was going to be uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick and that tight end, o- Ogan jo- Joby. That's not his He's name, not, but I, I'm not even gonna try to say it. Yeah, you know I'm who we're talking about it. out there. Um, but so now, now with Tim Patrick out, I think this opens up uh, a good opportunity for KJ Hamler to come back off of his ACL, and uh, Russell Wilson knows how to get the ball to everybody and spread it around. But I I like the Broncos situation. I'm definitely targeting those guys in best ball a lot. And I'll be trying to target them in my uh, seasonal drafts as well. Um, Next wide receiver finishing up two more. Oh God. Uh, Van Jefferson. He, they said undisclosed knee injury, but he got a routine cleanup, which to me means a meniscus. They don't clean anything else up in your knee besides the meniscus everything else is either attached or not attached and um, it, it just cl- clearly sounds like that and so there's no physical disability with like partially rupturing your meniscus it's just going to be probably painful they're going to smooth it out in there that's what they did so it doesn't like catch on you know the other end of the joint or anything like that when you're running routes and cutting So I'd expect for him to be back, you know, between weeks two and four uh, because it's the start of the season and he's going to have to ramp up still. He can't just go full game mode. And they've already got pretty good wide receiver depth uh, in L.A. But then also you got Matt Stafford with the elbow thing. So, you know, that's going to hurt everybody if he goes down. So now I kind of have to rethink – my whole my whole thoughts on the Rams because I was super bullish or bearish on the Rams. I don't fuck which one it is. I like the Rams now. I don't like the Rams as much with this elbow pain. It's I don't like it. I'm gonna have to look into it more and give you updates as we get closer to Week One here. Uh, any last thoughts on the Rams? Bullish is good, I think.
1: Bo- bear, bear, A bear, bear market, market. Is bad. yeah. Bear, yeah. bear, bad. Yeah. You were, bull- you were bullish on the Rams now you're bearish but i i don't think van jefferson has that much fantasy value to begin with so i, I would i would kind of steer clear of that his best ball especially. value he last year he was kind of a boomer bust guy you know you'd hope he'd have a couple big catches or a touchdown i think with uh we we touched on kind of thinking the rams offense was going to be a little more balanced this year especially the running back situation is healthy and, and a little more stable this year um akers and henderson both healthy right now, um, Stafford dealing with his his thing, I think, plus bringing um, Allen Robinson in, obviously, I don't think Van Jefferson's going to be somebody you can rely on, He'd definitely not going to be consistent, maybe a boomer bust guy, but I still wouldn't even count on that, and I think once you get kind of October, November, if the Rams are doing good, I wouldn't be shocked if OBJ signs there again, um, you know, on a cheap minimum veteran deal or whatever to, to finish out the second half of the season. So, and obviously that that'll steal whatever touches Jefferson's getting at that time, so especially, you know, hampered by a knee this early, I wouldn't I I I'm I'm not big on Van Jefferson. I don't think it's worth any of the risk. This next guy, James Washington, uh I did think was was worth the risk. I, he was a sleeper that I was targeting. I really Really like James Washington as a receiver. Um, not too long ago, he actually he led the Steelers in receiving in 2019. Believe it or not, the uh, the year Roethlisberger went down, uh, Juju was a little banged up, and and Washington actually outgained Deontay Johnson that year, catching catching balls from Rudolph and Duck. Quality receiver, uh, just kind of got buried by a deep receiving room, especially once Claypool came in. I really like James Washington. Hated to see him walk, I think, with Dallas losing Amari Cooper and uh, Cedric Wilson. I thought Washington was going to have a great chance to shine this year. So a tough, tough injury. They're looking at anywhere from six to ten weeks is is uh, what I've heard and what's consistent with that that type of foot fracture. Same thing um, Derrick Henry was dealing with last year. So he'll be back at some point this year. But at Pro- that point, Michael Gallup's going to be back.
0: Uh, Tolbert or Tolan, something like that, another wide receiver for Dallas that apparently is impressing them at camp. So they do have a couple other options. But yeah, James Washington in best ball was going in the last round of, of best ball drafts. And I was like, what is going on? I'm going to win every fucking league with James Washington at the last pick here. Uh, I had like at least ha- every other draft that I was doing was James Washington to round out my roster. And, you know, now it's uh, now it's not. The value has plummeted for that. But I still think if he comes back, you know, what's to say someone else? D- Dallas always seems to be riddled with injuries. So who's to say another wide receiver goes down midseason or early in the season, and then that, that lines up for him to come back. Now, you know, that's wishful thinking. But I still think that's, you know, He's still gonna be an option when he comes back. He should be all right to, to play by like Danny said, um, right around
1: playoff time for your fantasy, um, fantasy games. I think yeah, I wouldn't. He definitely not worth a draft pick now, especially in your best ball leagues. Um, but if you if you're playing, you know your your fantasy leagues and your. Get He'll be to, on the waivers to the, start the year. not not a bad waiver pickup if you're getting into the first few weeks and you have, uh, you know, receivers banged up or just not getting good receiver play, and you want kind of a a potential a, a guy for, for the second half of the season. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's a bad pickup because I was I was big on James Washington this year, so that's kind of kicking the balls. Tough tough for him. Good seems like a good guy, hardworking, always always loved him as a Steeler. Um, so I, I really hope he. You know, I, I hope this isn't the end. Like, I hope he gets his full shot that he deserves. Yep. Yeah. Well, that wraps up our injury news.
0: And so to finish up, we will do a classic draw of the week. Uh, EPL starts this Saturday, I think. Tomorrow. Fr- actually, no, Friday. There's, there's yeah.
1: One game tomorrow, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, you know, that'll be a nice little thing. I always like to watch the first few weeks of EPL and then as soon as NFL starts, you know, I'm not really catching the games, but I don't know. Now that now that I guess I have more routine in my life, I might actually be up uh, in the mornings on the weekends to, to watch more of those games, uh, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, soccer soccer is also back. Football is back in every aspect of the word. Um And World Cup this year. World Cup matched up with NFL football is going to be fucking amazing. I can't wait to watch. Uh, Well, I'm going to miss almost all of it because the games are on during the weekdays while I'm at work. And uh, whatever, Qatar, everyone's going to get heat, syncope, and uh, heat stroke out there. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Danny, what's your draw of the week? I right, I already got the PTO in for Qatar. Can't wait. It's gonna be a epic two weeks and get get ready for uh, lots of uh, World Cup rants as the as the time <laughs> comes along. But I got uh, my draw of the week. I got English Premier League. I'm taking Chelsea opens up at Everton. I'm taking I'm taking a draw there. I think. Uh, at the end of the, I I don't I don't watch hardly any EPL but I I try to follow it follow the scores especially follow Chelsea for my boy Pulisic um last year Everton sucked all year they were they were they you know they're one of the longest standing Premier League teams they were on the brink of getting relegated all year had a huge win at the end of the year against Chelsea who finished in the top 4 and will be in the Champions League this year um Chelsea dealing with a lot of kind of off-season turmoil have looked terrible in the preseason. Absolutely terrible, which, uh, I, I'm hoping they do well. I need my boy Pulisic to do well and, and kind of make it on the world stage. But, but I'm, I'm, gonna I'm going to bet against them and, and go with the draw here against Everton. I think, I think Chelsea kind of rolls out of the gate slow. I don't,
0: uh, hate that. I didn't like really any draws for EPL, uh, with the first week, they're probably, they're probably all going to be a draw. <laughs> um, but i switched over to mls for mine i've been following that a little bit more closely throughout the summer here uh the charlotte with the inaugural team where i'm at uh they're fun to follow down there so i'm gonna go with sporting kc versus la galaxy uh that sounds like a draw to me um LA Galaxy, not the best team in LA anymore, with Christian Bale going to LAFC, so they're not the hottest ticket in town. Gareth Bale. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Christian Bale, he's probably at the games.
1: <laughs> he could be, He's probably in LA, you're right. He might
0: as well buy the Bale jersey. That would make sense. He checks out. Definitely checks out. So, look out for Christian Bale to be at the LAFC <laughs> game, but that's not what I'm talking is going to be a draw. I'm talking LA Galaxy. Sporting KC, that's our draws of the week. Uh, we got. We where do got we the, go uh, from
1: here? We we got the the next segment, the the all time popular. We got to switch it up a little bit. The LGBTQIA plus free agent of the week. I got to roll my boy Carl Nassib, still unsigned, which seems uh, outrageous right now. Um, too good of a player to to remain unsigned throughout the throughout the year. What are the Steelers doing? When, we need when, depth. Yeah, someone's gonna need an edge rusher at some point, and you got a big body and a, and a above average level production, uh, Carl Nassib. But he definitely needs to get signed, or else it's gonna ruin a, a great segment. We'll figure something out. We always have. Uh...
0: What's the corner? Rams.
1: <laughs> Jalen Ramsey
0: <laughs> yeah Jalen Ramsey he's the sus the LGBTQIA sus player of the week uh, for most weeks who knows uh, well yeah no Carl, Carl Nasser's not going to end up on a practice squad he's made too much money to do that so we can't do the LGBTQIA plus practice player of the week uh, we'll figure it out for you people out there and uh, oh and I just spilled the rest of my water down my butt crack so I think that's a good time to end this episode <laughs> and uh i guess I don't want to record with a wet a wet butt and uh, I'm gonna go get
1: cleaned up stay tuned we'll have we'll have an episode doing uh you know our preseason bets bets, bets for various futures bets you know player awards division winners conference winners you know all, all that fun over unders all that stuff we did last year don't forget I told you to hit that cooper cup 30 to one to lead the league in receiving and if you did it, you'd have made lots of money. We both had Micah Parsons. I, I, didn't, I didn't even do it, I so I can't even tell you you should have done it because I didn't actually do it in real life. But, but I did put a, in Micah Parsons, yeah. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Micah that was Parsons. another
0: winner. We were all over that. Uh, we I think we got robbed on Comeback Player of the Year because of Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um,
1: uh oh and depoy tj that was the I, obvious I, one i i told steve he was crazy because i said if you go back to that episode i told steve i said you're crazy if they didn't give it to him now they're not going to give it to him i said he'd have to break the sack record and what did that motherfucker do he he got the sack record so so but I, we, it, we it, both kind of were right in that regard because that's what he had to do to get the damn award
0: yeah and still only a 96 in Madden. Yeah. Boycott Madden. That was last year. I was saying boycott Madden. This year, even though I ended up buying Madden. But like I said, that was on the Black Friday sale price. Boycott Madden again because those ratings are all jacked up across the league. They, they did a terrible job. Uh, FIFA just became on exclusive to EA Sports. So hopefully the NFL follows suit. And... Uh, And opens up their doors to more developers making a video game. But I think that wraps it up. I think that wraps up a a good start to the new NFL season. Good luck to everybody out there as you're getting into your drafts. And getting back into football mode. I am excited. I know the rest of you are as well.
1: And above all,
0: stay healthy America.